on demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Monday, July 15th. This is Aryeh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. The Haifa Magistrates Court this morning released from house arrest the off-duty police officer who fatally shot Solomon Tekka to death two weeks ago. The death of the 19-year-old Tekka prompted mass demonstrations over all of the country by Israelis of Ethiopian origin. The police officer said he was trying to break up a fight and was assaulted by a gang of youth and opened fire in self-defense. The investigation to the matter has been completed and the file was transferred to the state attorney's office, which will determine if charges are to be filed. The court has barred the police officer from returning to the scene of the shooting or speaking to anyone involved in the case or to leave the country. Meanwhile, the Knesset is slated to hold a special plenum session on racism towards Ethiopian Israelis today, and a demonstration is expected outside the Prime Minister's office. Education Minister Rafi Peretz, who caused an outcry over his comments that he believes gay conversion therapy was effective, now says he's interested in meeting the teachers from the LGBTQ community who sent him a letter condemning his comments. In politics, the Blue and White Party launched its official election campaign last night, and its chairman, Benny Gantz, said that he was in talks with Likud representatives about the possibility of forming a national unity government, but without Benjamin Netanyahu following the election. Our people have been in talks with the Likud representatives. We know that they are also getting ready for the day after Netanyahu, the former IDF chief of staff said, claiming that members of the Likud are interested in dumping Netanyahu due to the pending criminal charges against him. The police Lahab 433 Anti-Corruption Unit is investigating a suspicion that some of the results of April's elections were supposedly fraudulent. According to a report by Khan, the Elections Committee noted inaccuracies in the results and some of the workers in the voting stations were called in for questioning. The Israeli Air Force squadron of F-35 stealth fighter jets was boosted to 16 after two more touched down yesterday at the Nevatim Air Base in the Negev. The first of the U.S.-made F-35s, known in Hebrew as Adir, arrived in December 2016 and has periodically grown with the arrival of every few months of a few more of the fifth-generation aircraft. The Air Force has declared them operational over, for over two years now and revealed that some have carried out bombing raids. Last week, Prime Minister Netanyahu visited the squadron and warned that Iran, that the F-35s and the IEF arsenal could reach anywhere in the Middle East, including Iran and certainly Syria. The Sea of Galilee town in Tiberias, which is with its hot springs and resort hotels, was yesterday named the fourth visited city in Israel for tourists. But this morning, the city council was disbanded after failed multiple attempts to pass a budget. The Interior Ministry has summoned the town mayor, Ron Kobe, for a hearing and is likely to install a supervisory committee to run the town. A replacement mayor could also be named if the ministry decides to fire Kobe. Kobe told Khan Radio that Interior Minister Aryeh Derry was simply out to get him and that he was going to run in the upcoming elections as a right-wing secular party. The Interior Ministry has also dissolved the town councils in Rahat, Yarka, and Usafia, all for failing to pass the town budget. President Reuven Rivlin is on an official visit to South Korea and met today with his counterpart, President Moon Jae-in, to sign a memorandum of understanding in the field of energy and education. 
The South Korean president said he hoped a free trade agreement would be reached soon between the two countries to expand investment and trade. Rivlin said that last year was a record year for Korean tourists to Israel, with some 45,000 tourists arriving. Israel has sent 20 systems for producing potable drinking water to Indonesia following devastating floods there. While Israel and Indonesia have no formal diplomatic relations, the foreign ministry supplied the potable water systems through the Red Cross. Head of the Asia desk at the foreign ministry, Gilad Cohen, told Khan Radio that Israel was always willing to extend aid to whoever needs it. The weather outlook tomorrow, no significant change. Tuesday, warmer. Chances of light local rain along the coast. Wednesday, Sharaf conditions developing. Extreme hot over most of the country and strong winds will prevail. Thursday, temperatures will drop significantly. Maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem and Haifa 29, Tel Aviv 30, Beersheba 33, and in Eilat going up to 40 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.